Additional funding was also provided by the analysts who wrote the PowerPoint from Goldman. Would you like fries with that? Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Exec Sum Podcast. It is July 23rd. It's a Friday. Happy Friday, everybody. You made it to the end of the week. Congratulations. It is 1 a.m. in New York, 6 a.m. in London, cock-a-doodle-doo, and 1 p.m. in Tokyo. Drop those sake bombs. Let's get at it. I'm Billy, here representing the retail side of the trade. I'm joined live by Boomer the Global Macro Discretionary Manager, to discuss the current agent trading session, as well as today's news and mergers, acquisitions, BC, and so much more. Boomer, what are you seeing today that's driving the markets? Well, I don't know how much Adderall you took, because Friday for us in finance doesn't mean shit, because we all know that somebody's going to send us stupid on something tomorrow, and we're going to be working all day tomorrow. So keep taking that Adderall, Billy. That was a hell of an intro. All right, so markets in, in Asian trading, S&Ps are up 13. Uh, the Russell 2000, which I've been watching a lot recently because of its extreme move to the upside, is also up 12. Crude is printing at 71.76 on the front month with Brent trading slightly higher. In big news, natural gas has reached the highest level in the front month it's achieved since 2014. Dollar is slightly weaker across the board. And not a whole lot going on in the Asian stock markets. In earnings, Twitter shares popped 6% after it reported a 74% quarter-over-quarter revenue growth. That's 7 million new daily active users. Congrats to Twitter. I think a tenth of it might be lit capital. Guy likes to tweet a lot. (laughs) Blackstone quarter two. Earnings showed nearly 100% year-over-year growth, largely due to a surge in real estate, private equity, and credit business assets. You ready to get into this mergers and acquisitions, Boomer? I was, I was born through a merger. <laughs> uh, Uber. This is this is actually kind of fun. Uber, motherfucker, where did it go? Keep that in there. Just be like, where the fuck did that go? Uber's trucking unit agreed to buy transportation logistics company Transplace. I know a lot of weird shit goes on in, tra- in trucker bathrooms. Like we're, we're totally inclusive. I hope nobody takes that with any offense. Uh, I was more mainly, mainly laughing at the idea of Uber getting into trucking and just imagining you know, you're waiting on your Uber, you're staying outside of a bar and some big, you know, 16-wheeler comes up and some guy's like, hey, my name's Jerry, I'm I'm, I'm your Uber driver. Where, where y'all going? <laughs> you y'all go- that's the kind of trucking y'all- business they're into? <laughs> y'all, y'all going out to Brooklyn? Where's this Brooklyn? Pl- Here, I'll punch it into my GPS. Uh, zero, zero, uh, you know, gets on his little CB radio or whatever, like Smokey Robinson. No, Smokey Robinson's a singer. Keep going. Uber said it plans to finance the $1.5 billion cash portion of the transaction with a bond issue before the deal closes. Because, of course, 
Why wouldn't they just fund it? Because nobody funds cash anymore with cash. They just go to, they go to a SPAC. They go whatever. They go raise money in the debt capital markets. But why fund the cash portion with cash? Because Uber doesn't have any because they don't make money. Visa agreed to buy cross-border payments provider Currency Cloud for $962 million. Visa has been a shareholder of Currency Cloud since 2012. It's a company that has moved $75 billion to over 180 countries in its existence. The deal comes less than a month after Visa's $2.2 billion takeover of European open bank Tink. So Visa's making moves. The owner of AFC Burnmouth, Maxim Demon, is exploring the sale of a club. I wonder why they got relegated from the EPL in 2020. It's probably not very fun for them to own anymore. Talk, talk football. Fitty. <laughs> Fitty. Goal. It's a goal. We're the only time you can spend 90 or variable 90 to 120 minutes watching guys run up and down a field and maybe score one points and it can end in a tie. This is a reminder that unless the sport is cricket or harassing squash, analysts, squash, tennis. the MD boomer does not believe it is an actual sport. Yeah, and I'm not just an MD. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a manager. So He's more than an MD. It's, yeah, if you're, if you're from... Well, I have MDs who work for me. In venture capital news, grocery delivery startup GoPuff, and this is kind of an interesting one to me because there are a couple guys who are at like some wannabe Penn school like Duquesne or some shit in Pennsylvania and Philadelphia came up with this idea. They're basically stoned and they came up with this idea. They're like, hey, man, what if we could just get like a burrito instead of like it's like it's like Uber Eats for stoned people. Um, Go Puff. It's literally called Go Puff. Where do you think that name comes from? And it's targeting sort of more urban areas where uh, you just need something like cheese. It's really bad because you've got the munchies or something. It, it does. So it's a delivery service, but it's it's a weird sort of third world type. delivery. I mean, it's like this big battle that's going on between delivery services in, in India right now. Um, it's almost like they've imported that business model over here. And I, I don't know the number of times and not a weed smoker guy. And I would love to be. It just makes me paranoid. But, um, you know, GoPuff, uh, I just don't know the number of times where their whole pitch is like, we'll, you need shaving cream? Call us. We'll just bring you shaving cream. So I, I just don't know how much people are going to use that. But why stop that from getting, you know, getting a $15 billion valuation? And a Series H, which is the first time I've ever heard of a Series H, to be honest with you. I mean, I've been financed now for a couple of decades, and I've never heard of a Series H funding. So, you know, but uh, that that's uh, Blackstone and Fidelity getting behind a couple of stoners in, uh, in Philadelphia. Passwordless tech startup Magic raised a 27 million Series A led by North Zone. I just like the idea of, of passwordless. I actually noticed it for the first time, and you might have noticed it recently too, Boomer, where you log into something and it says you want to you want to log in with your email. You know, it's not like email is a username. It's like it's going to send you an email. That started like four years ago. You're like, hey, I just signed up for my AOL email account. No, look, the hot take here is for all of you guys who forgot, your, <laughs> all you guys have a billion dollars of Bitcoin, but forgot your fucking passwords. 
like idiots. I mean, it's your fucking password. Use the same one 69 that you've been using since college. And so you may find passwordless tech startup magic useful, which raised the $27 million Series A led by Northsend. P.F. Chang's in early talks over an IPO that could value the chain at over $1 billion. I do love P.F. Chang's. That's my only hot take there. That is so middle class. And I don't mean I that. love P.F. Chang's. Oh, my God. That is just the, the overpriced, overhyped, always located in these exurbs, like these malls. Seas. Yeah, malls. Next to malls. Seas, seas of mediocrity in like Dallas and Denver and ugh. We do love our SPAC. I can't believe SPAC has its own thing as if this is like going to be a thing for the rest of time. I mean, it, it's this is such a fad as we explored on the last episode where you had someone who was not only pre-revenue but pre-company going for a $33 billion valuation. And um, I will say it does come from Gore's holding six, which isn't Al Gore, but the Gores brothers out in Los Angeles. And it, it is a well-established rumor, not a fact, but like everybody I know who knows him, Tom Gores, and then his brother has, owns Platinum Equity, that they have definitely, one of them has slept with the other one's wife. <laughs> I mean, you hear that like every time you go play golf, whether it's, you know, Pine Valley or someplace, you know, sort of casual, like, a, you know, National Golf Links or something. Crypto miner Core Scientific agreed to merge with Power and Digital Acquisition Corp in a $4.3 billion deal. That's after Core Scientific said it had mined 928 Bitcoins in the second quarter with a forecast revenue of $493 million and a $1.1 billion fiscal 2021 and 2022, respectively. And with that news, let's get an update from our crypto correspondent, Hal69K. In today's crypto news, JP Morgan opens crypto trading to all clients. This may be why Bitcoin was able to hold on to yesterday's gains. However, it was unable to break yesterday's high at 32,800. Ethereum has rallied as well and held on to its gains, and this has caused many blue chip DeFi tokens to rally. And cruise ship company Carnival did sell $4.2 billion of new junk bonds um, to refinance debt taken on last year to pay for, I don't know, some really bad fucking ideas. All right, guys, thanks for joining us. This has been Exec Sum for July 23rd, 2021. Join us back on Monday and we'll do this all over again.